When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hello and welcome to Arn. This is Paul Bromwell, and today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster. He's my tag team partner now. That's right. He's our television champion. He's the enforcer. He's double A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week, my friend? I'm all those things. Can you believe and it? I, listen, it makes me excited. I, I couldn't say it without a big grin on my face to say that you're my tag team partner now, man. How cool was that? It's tough. It's a, it's a pressure position. It is a pressure position. I don't know that I can live up to it, man. It no, I don't know if I can. Oh, please. Give me a break. Well, oh, man, you're hope, the enforcer. I hope everyone is having a nice holiday season. Hope you are. I'm sure it's oh, your well, joint. Everything's well said, going well. Uh, well said. For those watching on video, and we hope that you are, man, check us out on YouTube. But you can see in the background, Arn and uh, his wife, Erin, has done a tremendous job of decorating their house for Christmas. A beautiful Christmas tree in that. And it's the red balls, which uh, I love that color. It's Arn's color. And uh, she does a real nice job, you said, Arn, decorating the house well, for Christmas. There's a little one that's in the living room or okay. the, de the den. It's about half that size. That's the medium one. And then there's a great big one that's out of sight that uh, is just breathtaking. She does mm. an unbelievable job. She, your wife is as something special Arn. just the way that you uh, talked to her and just hearing stories and, uh, and she's going to take care of you. I know you're looking forward to, uh, as, as this drops, you will have had, uh, been able to get away for a few days, you Aaron and Brock for a little R and R and vacation. So I know you're excited about that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's different going to uh, like a Caribbean climate in the wintertime. First time we've done that. Uh, I'll let you know and give you a full report maybe on the next show. Let's do it. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Uh, we're beach people. We're beach snobs. That's for sure. We like sand white, deep, and the water green and blue. There you go, baby. There Sounds amazing. Go. Sounds amazing. Well, listen, you said it uh, before we got on here, just going to – continue you're doing everything you can for that back and seeing the doctors you're using those stretching machines you got a five hour flight so hopefully you can enjoy it my friend yes sir well hey it's just you know this time is just being stubborn yeah uh, so just whoever said if you got your health you got everything man they had no idea what their what a profound statement it is because nothing else matters when you're in pain 
Absolutely right, Arn. And uh, man, I just hope, like I said, you and the family have some great R&R time before we really get into that Christmas and New Year's week. And guys, I'll tell you right up front, Arn, when he gets back, we are going to do two Ask Arn Almost Anythings. And we want to have some fun with that and uh, kind of put a bow on the end of our of our year together, uh, answering your questions. So uh, as you're thinking about it, as you come up with them, start jotting those uh, thought those questions down. You can add them on social media if you uh, follow us on ad free shows. Once the post goes up, make sure you put those posts in, whatever you have on your mind. But we are going to have fun the last two episodes of this year, going through all your questions and comments. And I'm sure Elegante will find his way back in. We can't escape them. Stop. <laughs> but we'll have some fun, and uh, and we appreciate all of it. Uh, before we get into this month's topic, we're going to talk all things February 1994. Wanted to remind you guys, uh, as we're talking about all this holiday cheer, about boxofgimmicks.com and the best place to, for, to find that gift for the Arn Anderson lover in your life, the Arn Show, is at boxofgimmicks.com. You can find all your Four Horsemen merchandise. You can find... Uh, you know, your Arn Anderson merchandise as well. I'm back to rocking that Carolina blue Arn Anderson, that brand nice. new design JD Hoop did. You're rocking your armed Anderson shirt, which I love. And uh, I got my four horsemen hat on. You can't forget about the incredible jackets uh, embroidered. Uh, I mean, fantastic embroidery work on these jackets. Uh, Arn, there's a little bit of everything there for, for the horseman and Arn Anderson lover. I think we got everybody colored. We got some cool, I guess it's called pastel colors for the women. We do. Yeah. And the kids. We got your black and red. Yeah. Uh, for the guys out there and all kinds of various other, you know, styles. So grab it, guys. Grab it. Christmas is getting here any minute. There's also gift wrap. You can get four horsemen gift wrap out there and tree ornaments. So take advantage. Who wouldn't love to have packages wrapped in four horsemen uh, logo? Listen, the JD Hoop, one of our designers that designed some of Arn's merch. Arn, I don't even know if you know this. He designs Cody's uh, ring ring worn uh, outfit and his costumes, the Street Profits, LA Knights, their ring gear. So he, this guy is doing some great work, not only for Cody and the Street Profits and LA Knight, but he's come up with some great creative concepts for the Arn store. Uh, so check them out. You get t-shirts, hoodies like I'm wearing, and uh, the hats and jackets. And man, we would thank you and appreciate it so much for you guys supporting us in that way. So check that out. The last thing I want to mention before we get into it is Arn is on Cameo. And uh, that's right. He will wish you a happy birthday. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Congratulations. You name it. Arn, I got to ask, if someone wanted you to sing the 12 Days of Christmas, would you perform that on a Cameo video? I don't know that song anymore. What about Jingle Bells? Would you do a little Jingle Bell solo, Arn, Arn Anderson style? Listen, that's not what they want from me. They want, <laughs> they want me to be Arn Anderson. They want you to cut promos, right? Yeah, uh, within reason. Within okay. reason. No okay. lowbrow stuff. Uh, you yeah, know, no I'm, way, huh? I'm way past that. I too got old, you. Too old for that. But uh, there's just, you know, it's there's a almost a theme with most of my fans. It's the same grown ass men that you see that are in the forties and fifties and remember me when they were a kid. 
and they, the stuff that they want from me on Cameo is, hey, just, you know, give them a little dose of uh, what they used to see on TV. And, That's cool. I love you know, it. It's pretty much straightforward across the board, and it's, it's uh, you know, they you were part of, thanks for being part of my childhood and all those things that really make you feel like your life has had, you know, a purpose. And, that's, and you know what? That's 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 the way to do it, guys. Is cameo. Don't show up to his door asking him to sign your belt. All right, I'll never forget that picture I saw years ago on social media. Did somebody knock on your door and have you sign their belt for him once? Yep, apparently they did. And I think oh whoever it was, I mean, I must have been asleep on the couch and just got up and went to the door <laughs> and just still been asleep and signed it because I can't remember. I can't remember it. You don't even remember it. It happened, and I don't remember it, but if I was coming off of one of those 12-day 12, uh, 12 European tours or 14 days, I would have been in a coma on my feet. That's one of the funniest. I mean, it's wrong. Don't bother the man at his house. Come on, a little respect here. A little, as, as Gene would say, a little decorum here, guys. But uh, Cameo is the way to go. Help do a nice personalized message. And you can check it out, cameo.com, and look for the enforcer. Tom's running out. Get one in time for Christmas. Get your order in now. Oh, no more showing up at uh, at Arn's house. Yikes. Yeah. Arn, we're going to get into it, man. Listen, last week, we discussed January 1994 and all the events that month. We talked about the arrival of Bobby the Brain Heenan. We talked about Nick Bockwinkle in WCW. Remember that. The Clash of the Champions where Vader and Flair went toe-to-toe. Rick Rude and Sting, you know, they did their thing in a match that saw Flair. He takes two top rope suplexes from the 450-pound Mastodon. And uh, this led to that chaotic press conference that you and I got to watch. Vader gets fined $25,000. They postponed the match for Super Brawl. And it was due to the state of Ric Flair's health. And uh, we're going to pick up the story right here, February 1994. Arn, you ready to jump in? You bet. All right, let's do it. And I'm going to begin our coverage of 94, February 94 by discussing your in-ring return to television. And for the past several months, you're largely absent from TV following the incident on, on the European tour. But you're back now. And the return comes on February 5th, 1994. It's an episode of Saturday Night Arn. And as a reminder, these matches were often recorded sometimes six to eight weeks ahead of time, guys. And uh, this is why your actual return to the company and return to the ring don't match up on the calendar. So forget trying to line that up. But we have our first clip of the week, your TV return. Uh, and here we go. It's from February 5th, 1994. Let's check it out, Arm. Tony Schiavone and Bobby the Brain Heenan back on it. What's going to turn out to be a memorable night on WCW Saturday night if you just joined us as we're awaiting the arrival of Arn Anderson. Earlier in the program, we discussed Flair's injury sustained into the Clash of the Champions. Saw once again the press conference from last week where WCW Commissioner Nick Bockwinkle basically postponed the matchup. Then Steamboat wrestled. Vader attacks Steamboat, threatening Flair, really hurts Ricky Steamboat. I don't have a word on his condition. Then Flair calls here, tells Nick Bockwinkle that he wants back in the match. And that's where we are. We hope to hear from Nick Bockwinkle again and bring you further developments on this story. Wow, a lot going on. Well, the way I hear it, he worked over Steamboat. Vader, he hit him so hard so many times. 
that he vapor locked, and now the, there's a fire going on inside they're oh, trying to put out. Now, Bobby, for crying out loud. He Arn backwashed. Arn Anderson and Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Arn Anderson, who is set to go now at Super Brawl for the World Television Championship against Lord Steven Regal. And Arn Anderson, a former World Television Champion, a former Tag Team Champion, here's a man that can beat Regal, even though Regal's one of the best TV champs of all time. You know, I was going to agree with you on that, Tony, too. And I was going to go all the way with Lord Steven Regal. I like the man's um, the, his ability in the ring, his knowledge of what he knows. But this Arn Anderson is just so tough, and he's so unpredictable. And he can wrestle. He can fight. He can do it all. He's been there. Uh, I look for an upset. I guess it's not really an upset, but I, I kind of look for Arn to beat Lord Steven Regal. Lord Steven Regal will put the television belt on the line to Super Brawl, and later on in this program, Lord Steven Regal in the main event in a special challenge match faces Sting. And that is still to come in this program. Side headlock, go behind to a hammerlock. Arn Anderson, like to talk about, a complete wrestler. As tough as they come, a brawler or a wrestler. Is he ever? Drop to hold, showing his ability. Side headlock now. You know what I'm going to be talking about Sunday night on my 900 WCW hotline? What? I have news about Max Payne, Cactus Jack, and the Olympic skater Nancy Kerrigan. Really? Yes. I ain't wait till you hear what went down this week with the three of them. Crying out loud, Bobby. They don't make this stuff up, pal. You know the stuff I know about. That's why you're the brain. That's it. Whoa! Yeah, this Arn Anderson can beat you in so many ways. He's a street fighter. He can, he, he, he can win the Olympics. He can do it all. <laughs> so can Lord Stephen Regal. Of course, Sir William will be in the corner of uh, Lord Stephen Regal. Who knows who Arn will have? I don't think he needs anybody. There's a spine buster from Arn Anderson. Mm. That's his move. And he beats Bradley Parker. Arn Anderson seeks to become the world television champion once again. A belt he wants out. And a belt after Sunday, February 20th, he can hold. Man, you got to love Bobby the Brain Heenan. Arn's a street fighter. He can win the Olympics. I mean, yeah, how good is he? I, I know he's a tremendous liar. I don't know <laughs> what it might have. What I don't know what I would win the Olympics at curling, maybe. <laughs> uh, the discus throwing the discus, maybe. No, that takes no? too much athletic skill. Back okay. to cur curling, maybe. <laughs> that, that thing where they just they yeah they just, right they just shuffle on the ice yeah i got you i'm not gonna do that i doubt it uh, that was just a profound statement bobby come on but listen big sell for you from heenan shivani tries to rein it back in but listen this is the infancy of those two being paired together but it's clear that they have some chemistry i mean and why not bobby and tony are two of the best to ever do it they feed off of each other you know, you got your antagonist on one side, your protagonist on another side. And uh, you said last week, man, Bobby was easily one of the best performers of all time. But we're quickly reminded about Shivani, too. I mean, he is special and he's unique. He's getting it done now. And I wanted to have you weigh in a little bit because he's worked with everybody in his role as announcer. If you think about Tony, from David Crockett, Jim Ross, Gordon Soley, Larry Zabisco, Jesse Ventura, now he's working with Bobby Heenan. Heenan. That's an, a, a vast array of talent and personality. And to be able to come off as good as Tony does week in and week out with this variety of personalities, it's quite the legacy for him. Tony reported the news. 
He wasn't trying to get himself over. You could take him, pull any match with him partnering with any of those guys you just mentioned, and you'll never one time see him trying to put himself over and take over the story that you're trying to tell. He just reported the news. That's what to this day makes him so great. He talks about issues and what's going on, not you know who he is, how great he is, or, or any of that stuff. And he does a great job of always being able to play off the other person and very smooth at it. You know what I mean? No matter, no matter their personalities. And I, and I think people tend to lose that when you think about it. Now here he is doing it with Excalibur and Jim Ross and Kevin Kelly. It just doesn't matter. He just figured any, when he was in the WWF for that one year, he just has that nuance or that unique ability of doesn't matter who, what talent he's working with. He's just figures out where to find himself within that relationship and be able to spin off of that person in, in such a, a, a top level way. He really doesn't, you know, get the respect. I think that he, he, he deserves is one of the best ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. I mean, he's just, uh, yeah. I mean, it's his calling. It's what he was put on the that's, earth to do. There you go. And he's well, a wrestling, you know, what makes it fly. He's a tremendous wrestling fan. Hmm. You look at managers who are great managers, they're great wrestling fans. Wrestlers that are great wrestlers, they're usually big-time wrestling fans. Same thing with Tony, an announcer role. Well, let's talk about the match here a little bit because this is one against longtime and enhancement talent Buddy Lee Parker. And I have no idea, Arn, when we're going to have another opportunity to talk about Buddy Lee Parker again. But Parker was not only one of the carpenters of the business, but he's also served as a coach, a trainer at the power plant. He developed younger, you know, stars for WCW. Are, do you have any memories of, of Buddy Lee Parker and how he was to work with in the ring? Go ahead. Damn, damn right. He's a pro. A to F. You know, he's great at training down at the power plant, starting guys that have never been in a ring before and grooming them, you know, through mechanics and, uh, you know, teaching them from the very first thing you do, stepping through the ropes. And yeah, you put him, you know, he just gave me a hell of a fight, you know. He'll light you up, buddy. Buddy Lee Parker was a salty son of a bitch. And, uh, you know, he was just one of those guys that was constantly good. There was never a match that you're going to pull up and go, boy, watch this. This stunk. Yeah. If the other guy stunk, Buddy Lee would just pound him down and finish it. You know, that's what being a pro is about. And, uh, you know, he was a pleasure to be around. He deserved a, a position in this business. And if I saw my name against him, one thing I didn't eat late that day. If I knew I was fighting him that night, I did not eat late because, Buddy, he would test you. And he would try you, and he would beat the crap out of you if you blew up. Arm, we're going to pause and talk about our favorite sponsor once again this week. That's right, it's Blue Chew time. And they're here to make sure you're delivering that spine buster, putting that spine to the pine every single time the right way, and making sure you're prepared to do so. And they have a special offer for the listeners of the Arn Show. Isn't that right, Arn? Arn, well, guys, Arn's not around right now. I think he's taking care of business, if you know what I mean. And I want to make sure you have the opportunity to take care of business, too. 
Guys, Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office. We talk about it every single week. No weird conversations. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And remember the biggest perk and benefit of this, it ships right to your door in a discreet package. So listen, go to bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers. They're just going to ask you a few questions, make sure you're good, your health's in order, and you can take it. And once they verify that, it's going to be at your door within days, all done online, very easy. And if you don't like swallowing pills, no big deal. The tablets are chewable, very easy to consume. So give it a try, guys. Listen, we hear a lot of folks that listen to our show that have reached out to us uh, directly through our show DMs and said, guys, you are spot on with what you've been talking about with Blue Chew. We have a lot of fun with it on the show, but I'm telling you, it takes away the worries, the anxiety, the stress, and helps you perform the way you want to perform, like a Hall of Famer, like Arn Anderson. So there you go. Check it out. BlueChew.com can make sure you're able to perform at your very best every time. You get the opportunity to have fun. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN. That's right. Just those three letters. A-R-N. Check out. You just pay $5 shipping. That's it. BlueChew.com. Promo code ARN to receive your first month free. Once again, go to BlueChew.com for more details and safety info. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. He's also known as one of the as the main guy, I guess, that really helped and worked with Goldberg uh, yep. and get him ready for TV, right? Yeah. That's correct. Well, Arn, last week uh, you discussed having to get back into ring shape and how important that was for any talent that took uh, even seven days off from working a match. Would that be the primary reason for this match, you think, on the flagship TV program? Just, you know, hey, I'm, I'm getting back in, going to get my reps in and, and, you know, just run and around the-, the ring here a little bit. Well, in those days, you know, television was different. You didn't have every match be a uh, 50-50 match. Yeah, like a star versus star. Yeah. Yeah, in those days, television was designed to get one or the other person over. And uh, that was designed to get me over, but in a competitive situation where you can't do it by yourself, Paul. You know, you can be the greatest worker uh, in the world with the exception of maybe fit Finley. I don't know anybody that can go out and truly, uh, we have the uh, saying, have a match with a broomstick. It's not a real thing. Hmm. It's one of those guys. It's, it's the highest compliment that you can give a guy. And, uh, you know, buddy was one of those guys that you knew you were going to have a good competitive match with, uh, you better fight him. That's damn sure. Well, Arn, your return uh, to the ring here wouldn't be complete without an Arn Anderson promo, and we get that. Mean Gene's holding the stick, and uh, you address your upcoming Super Brawl opponent, who is going to be none other than William Regal. And uh, this is the February 5th, 1994 episode of Worldwide. We got our second clip of the week. It's you on the stick. Here we go. Super Brawl on pay-per-view cable TV. Arn Anderson 
I know a lot of fans at World Championship Wrestling have welcomed you back with open arms. You have a very important date, a very important appointment at Super Brawl. You're going to be facing the world television champion, this outspoken and pompous Englishman, Lord Stephen Regal. Keep in mind, he has Sir William in his corner. But, Iron, after all, you've been there before. Well, Gene, I'm not going to be so pompous as to come out here and claim a victory. Because I know after the events of 93, anything that can happen usually does. What I am going to say, however, I've always been labeled an underachiever. Or should I say an overachiever? A lot of people said for many years, I didn't achieve my potential. And then for a lot of years, they said, well, he overachieved. He did things without extra special size or strength or speed or good looks. He just got in there, became a student got of the business, done. and dug in. You're exactly right. You know, you talk about uh, Lord Stephen Regal. You talked about Murphy's Law. Uh, here's one for Murphy's Law. Anything can happen and will happen as long as Sir William is around. Well, I think at this point, to swat me in the head with an umbrella as anticlimactic as to what I've been through in the last few months. So, my friend... Gentlemen's gentlemen know their place. They stand at ringside and they supervise. You want to get involved, then I'm going to get you all the way involved. Trust me. All right, it's Super Brawl. Maybe a little uh, tea and crumpets for Lord Stephen Regal. Ah, I doubt that. I thank you, Arn Anderson. Don't want to cut you short, but I know that's going to be a big one. And folks, you can see it all on pay-per-view cable TV. Call your local cable company right now regarding availability. Arn, I thank you. And here I go again. I called him William Regal, but it's at this point, it's Lord Stephen Regal and his partner is William at ringside. So they do what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well here, here you are. You're back on the mic. What do you think about it? Gene here? Gene's finishing your thought mid promo. I'm not used to seeing that. There must've been in my absence, something come down from the clouds. That make sure they get out on their designated time. Cause he yeah. cut me off. Didn't he? He did, and he kind of wrapped it up uh, kind of short. I'm, I'm used to a little bit more Arn Anderson time on the mic here in WCW. Uh, but You know what? I'll give him a pass. It's okay. Yeah. Gene, you could, Gene Oakley, you could have done anything yeah, with that time that you wanted to, buddy. You earned it, and I'm one of your biggest fans and always will be. You were something special. And, and I think to your point, like you said, who knows who's in his ear or what the talk was beforehand. Hey, this is how long you have. And, uh, here's the, here's what you have to get across. So let's, 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 let's keep it moving type thing. And you will know the truth. That's what I tell guys today. That time did not belong to me. That wasn't my time. If I ran over, right. I'm guilty. Jerk it, take it. Cause it's not mine. Sticking with uh, Gene here for a moment, he had years under his belt working for Vince. And Eric Bischoff said, hey, listen, when he came in, he's going to raise the production value of the wrestling product when he took over as executive producer and he made key hires. He brought in Oakland. He brings in Bobby Heenan. And with Nitro coming in about a year and a half from now, a live wrestling show, how important in your mind, Arn, was it to have people like Gene Okerlund? And that kind of experience that WWF provided on your team. I mean, this is a big deal to have guys like him and Bobby, right? Well, as we know, that you can say what you want, but, you know, WWE, formerly WWF, you cannot match their production. It's just in a league of its own. It's not a bad, you know, it's not a condescending thing to say about any other company, but they oh. stand alone. 
it yeah. is what it is. And uh, bringing in those pros and putting them in those positions, just buttoned it up that we were doing everything we could do to try to catch up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, they were doing wrestling challenge, superstars of wrestling, Saturday night's main event, pay-per-views for a long time, long tenured employees. And they just had that polish and, and brought a different level of, of pizzazz. And, uh, we, we were familiar with them as wrestling fans. Uh, and so, uh, it was exciting, I think, to have him here and see them here in this role and brought a level of, uh, whoa, wow. Gene Okerlund's here and Bobby, the brain Heenan, this is next level now, you know, for WCW. Yeah, the tide may be turning, right? Yeah. You know, and you can't you can't make light of the clarity of just the show, the clarity of the picture. Sure. What a dynamite looking the look, everything. It was everything on a different level. Production wise, they were just they figured it out early and they had been at it for a long time, like you said. Yeah, things were looking better. But bef- uh, let's get, talk a little bit more about uh, your upcoming match with the Lordship for the television title at Super Brawl. You do have some unfinished business to attend to, and that's with your former tag team partner, Paul Roma. And we've watched the slow turn over the past few weeks here on the show. We've even discussed how Paul Roma was your first match back on the house show loop. But the real blow-off to the program would take place on WCW main event it airs February 13th, 1994. And in our third clip of the week, we're going to take a look at the closing minutes of that match. And then you have a promo that you cut. And uh, let's watch it together here. You, Paul Roma, and then another promo from you, uh, Arn, here, February 13th, 1994. Elbow. Anderson goes on the outside. Yeah, he dinked them good. So now Anderson is reeling from a great elbow from Paul Roma. Anderson gets the shoulder in. And, oh, oh, no, he tried oh. it again. Well, I tell you, that really hurts. That knee, that yeah, patella yeah. can really, really crush the head. Nothing like hitting the knee with your face. Yes. Now Anderson climbing up top. This is really uncharacteristic oh. for Arn Anderson. And the complexion of the match certainly is going to change from here on out now, I would think. Yeah, I think Roma's pulling ahead on points. Look at him. Yes, sir, he's got him. He may have a superplex in the middle turnbuckle here. Anderson hooks him. Anderson hooks the rope with his right hand again. He headbutts him off. Oh. And a big clothesline. I tell you, I've seen Arn Anderson make a couple of mistakes that I didn't think I'd see. I mean, taking a high-risk maneuver against a faster man like this. Maybe it's the emotions that, you know, Art Anderson may not be thinking correctly, but I think Roma's pulling ahead on points. I would agree. Roma, he's strong. Look at this. He is powerful. Look at this. <laughs> is he going to do it like a third time picking up Arn Anderson? Arn Anderson's not a small guy. I've never seen that done to Arn Anderson. Anderson kicks away. I tell you, one thing you can't deny, and that's the improvement. In Paul Roma since being associated with the assassin and Mr. Wonderful. And a wreck to the eyes. Anderson grinds the head of his former tag team partner at the top rope. They're going out at midsection. Anderson sending Roma. Other corner. Roma saw him coming. Roma. One, two. He's got the legs on the ropes of the referee. He, he thinks it's over. 
He thought he won. He felt the pat on the back. Anderson rolls it up and beats it. Oh, wait a minute. I think a little misunderstanding here. On the part of Roma, he thought the tapping on the back was the it's over tapping. Well, too bad. The match is now over. It's over now. Randy Anderson argues with Paul Roma, who has lost to Arn Anderson on the roll-up. One, two, three, after you thought he won. A very upset mask assassin. Well, he should be. I mean, in terms of the assassin, Roma made a big mistake here. A lot of frustration between you and Paul Roma the past couple of months, and that was a tremendous win. Now, Arn Anderson at Super Brawl, your shot at regaining a belt that you had, the World Television title, and Lord Stephen Regal. First and foremost, apparently, judging by the reaction from these fans, Paul Roma made the wrong choice. It doesn't go like this. It goes just like that. Now then, we have established who is the better man, if you understand what I'm saying. Steve Regal, I saw, came out here and said, I'm not worried about Arn Anderson. Who are these Armstrong boys? Well, the Armstrongs are a family rich in tradition, which you will find out quickly. But as to who I am, I'm going to show you who I am at Super Brawl. My friend, the name Anderson is synonymous with one thing. When you part those ropes, you're going to get a beating for the entire time the match lasts. Me taking the belt will just be icing on the cake. You see, nothing pretty, nothing flashy about me. But I get the job done. And when I've got a platform like Super Bowl to show my wares, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So Steve Regal, gear up. I'm going to show you something, and it ain't Love America style. All right, Arn Anderson set for Super So, Arn, you and I, the last few weeks, have watched, I guess, what I'll call the disintegration of you and Paul Roma as a tag team. What do you think? This is a pretty basic match where you pin him with the roll-up. There's no... Uh, is, is it just time to put this one to bed in your mind, or would you have liked to see a series of matches, or, I don't know, something different to kind of close close the loop on the story between you and I? There's no DDT, no spine buster, but it's just a conventional roll-up storytelling it's over and you move on to the next uh, the next opponent. Well, you're just trying to get a competitive match, you get a win, clean win without doing too much damage to either guy. You know, it's, anybody can get rolled up, anybody can get schoolboyed, anybody can get put in a small package. Just three seconds is not long. And it does, it's, you know, other than have a guy just have to get, beat by your finish or submission or anything like that. There's a method to the madness. Yeah, I guess it, it just uh, kind of, it seemed a little anticlimactic from, you know, you two being tag champs all the way to the breakup and this kind of just being the, the blow off is just, that's the match and you move on, but it is what it is. And to, I guess to your point, Hey, that's kind of what this one just needed <laughs> was closure and, and let's move on to the next one. Yeah, that's exactly right. It just, yeah. you know, we're separating. We're getting away from each other. That's probably plenty. You're uh, you're truly back to form here on the mic, Arn. You close the issue with Regal complimenting the Armstrongs, and then you let Regal know what he sh should expect when he wrestles you at Super Bowl. 
and you do it with their, your trademark intensity, man. And that's what we've all come to know and love. Uh, what did you think watching that promo as you, as you watched it back? I didn't step on any words. I hope, I hope I had a message that I got across because I was just starting back. Right. I hadn't been yeah. back very long. No. You, know, you know, that's like, it's like being out of ring shape. If you haven't done a promo in months, you might be a little rusty. Um, I think it was okay. What do you think? I thought it was good. I thought, like I said, the intensity was back. That felt like the old Arn Anderson promos that we enjoy have come to love and, and admire. And not only we wrestlers, wrestlers of the current age love to go back and watch your promos. And I'm sure they take notes looking for that same intensity and storytelling, man. You, you had a knack for always delivering to really make the feud feel real and, uh, and make us care. And so, man, I, I loved it. Uh, we do have our first fan question this week, by the way. It's from Matt S. And he said, given that just about everyone thought Paul Roma was a bad fit for the horseman, does Horn think Roma's old power and glory tag team partner, Hercules, would have fared any better in the group? What say you? Do you think Hercules would have been a good fit in the horseman? No, but I tell you what, him and Paul were pretty good team too. That was a good uh, team. Paul and and Hercules. Yeah, yeah, power and glory. Her Hercules was a monster, man. I'm telling you, a monster. And as you just saw, you know, Roma, it just caught me with back to back to back backbreakers. Yeah, that's it's not easy. You know, I was 250 pounds, and he handled me like a baby. So. Guys, you know, was really strong in the gym and, uh, you know, really polished, had some skills. He did. And he and Hercules, that's one tag team that you often hear referred to by a lot of the hardcore wrestling fans, power and glory people. Hey, listen, FTR still does their, their move, uh, the power and glory, you know, they're, they're one of their main moves too. So, um, good little tag team. Let's talk about super brawl four. Let's get into it. That event takes place at the Albany civic center in Albany, Georgia. It's in front of 7,600 fans, 4,217 paid for admission. Over a thousand fans were given tickets, uh, for turning in handguns to local law enforcement as part of a local initiative sponsored by WCW. I'm not giving my Glock up. Don't ask. <laughs> Arn wasn't one of the ones who turned in the handguns on that. No, well, I would have been absent for that get together. Uh, love that little nugget from, uh, from, from our buddy, the research guy, Andrew, there you go. Uh, he, as we've already mentioned, you were scheduled to face, uh, Lord Steven Regal in a television title match with a 30 minute time limit. This one clocks in. 27 minutes and 32 seconds. We had the final five minutes of your encounter with the Lordship, which who was seconded by Sir William, played by Bill Dundee, a longtime wrestling booker and father-in-law of your real-life best friend, Bobby Eaton. And uh, so there you go, our fourth clip of the week. It's you and Regal tearing it down for the TV title. Let's check it out. The Chan of USA, as the Minnesota native Arn Anderson battles the world television champion from Great Britain, Lord Stephen Regal. You know, there's rumors about him being romantically involved with Lady Di. Who, you know that? Regal? Or Arn? <laughs> I'm working without a net. 
Regal, the lordship, his lordship. There you see the thunder cage above as we are under five minutes. And Anderson hits hard. Now for Anderson. Four minutes time limit, four minutes. You think his head ever hurt in the morning when he got up from taking a pounding like that? Wow. For Arn Anderson, he must take the initiative. He must get the offense going. He must try to win. For Regal, it's very simple. Arn, did your head ever hurt in the morning after a pounding like that? Yeah, most mornings. Okay, well, we answered Bobby's question. There you go. Yes. Look at Arn Anderson's head. It looks like one of those big honeydew melons. Oh. Bobby, a big gourd. That's bullshit. <laughs> I, I, did I bet some old woman would come by and squeeze it to see if it was right. He's I did just realize something, though. I'm I'm losing my hair. He just, Bobby said, I was going to, he heard a woman try to squeeze it to see if it was ripe. Your head. Man, he's taking some shots. Boy, is he? Oh, man. See, this is why we got to listen to this. Still does not have to be darn. Remember that's right. that. That's what we're saying here. I, mean, I, I know I could walk and talk for three minutes. I could go under the ring. I could look at the watch. I could keep busy. He's going to keep the title. He is going to keep his title. Anderson. Oh. Fighting Lord Steven Regal uppercut. They're going toe to toe now. The European uppercut. Anderson backs up and then punches his own way. Here come the fist now. Here we go. Anderson would not go down for the European uppercut. Left hand of the head. The champion is down. The cover. One, two. No, 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 no. He didn't get him. One, two. No, sir. His best bet is to go for the leg. You're right. Maybe to get him to submit here. So much pain that maybe within two and a half minutes he'd have to give up. Well, Couldn't you know, hold out. English royalty would never quit. It's a no-no. One, two. One, two. Two minutes remaining time limit. Two minutes remaining. Got his knee right in his eye. One, two, again, Anderson. Two minutes. Matter of fact, there's less than two minutes. That's 120 seconds for you humanoids out there. Anderson is back up. He's on his feet. That's that's the same thing. Leg trip. Yes, there's less than two minutes now. Anderson's got the body scissors off. And Sir William is... Turn him now, turn him. You got him in the Boston Crab. There you go. There you go. Regal back up. Hold on. Now, double leg. You notice the snap in the legs of Lauren Anderson. The waning moments of the match. He's got the sleeper. This could be it. Oh, no, Tony. Rolls him up, one, two. No, no. Wow. How much time, how much time? Wow. Somebody give me a number here. Somebody uh, give me a just, time. Just hang on, you'll hear it. Come on, Epic Man, give me a count. Turn one those numbers. Remain. 60 seconds. He rolls him up in a minute, one, two. 50, 55, 54, 53, Easy. 52, 51, hike. No, I mean, wait a minute. He may have the butterfly suplex. 45 seconds. 45, 46, no, 44, 40. You count, I'm gonna watch the fact. I'm gonna call the match. Can you count to 50? Yes, he's got it. No. The spine buster. But he don't have enough gas in him. Cover him right now. He's running out of fuel. seconds remain. Cover him, Williams holding the arm. Oh no, leave William alone. He hasn't done anything wrong. Shot oh, could block. this be it? Sunset flip. 15 seconds. 
Sox side left. 13. He's 12, got 10. One, nine, two, eight, three. He seven, got him. Six. With six seconds to go, he cheats. He cheats the victory. win. What a yes. victory. He should be in the Olympics. For what? Umbra- Anderson, that's all you're getting. For umbrella grabbing, what do you mean? The winner is still world television champion, Lord Steven Riga. Arn, immediate thoughts after watching and listening to Heenan and Shivani and watching that match. Bobby said he should be in the Olympics. I know. Everybody's in the Olympics. Is this the Olympic year, 94? Probably. I thought that was something special. Now it's everybody's in the Olympics. Well, How much entertainment does Heenan bring about broadcast? We just saw oh, it in four minutes, man. Yeah, he's awesome. You know, He's so thing, good. Regal was, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, much respect to that European style. I love to watch it. It's uh it's so cool, and the, the ins and the outs and the reversals yes. and everything is stuff that you don't see very rarely. And when it's done to perfection, like Regal does, it's just it's magnificent. Plus, he's just he's a tough son bitch. He just really is, you know, English bastard. <laughs> I think he represents a TV title champion almost perfect. His style. The way he and he carries it for a long time, by the way. He's he enjoys it as an extended reign as TV champion around this time. What'd you think about the pairing of him and Dundee together? Dundee got heat, you know, that get up. I like it. Yeah, Yeah. it worked, it absolutely worked. As you might expect, uh, you're working with Regal grabbed uh, the attention of our listeners, and we have a number of questions about this event. Uh, up first, faithful listener Nick Lenz wants to know, How did you feel about going? 30 minutes with Steven Regal at Super Brawl 4. It was a, it was a test. Yeah. You know, 30 minutes is a long time, and it was pretty solid. You know, with him, it's <clears throat> when he gets control of you, he tortures you, and he punishes you. And it's it's like you're, you know, you're not out of his grasp ever for very long, and he's not out of yours for very long. It wasn't like... There was a lot of stopping and starting and rolling out and rolling in. Once it got started, we stayed locked up pretty much for the 30 minutes. It was a true test of uh, where my cardio was. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. John Gardner has a great question. He said, what's something new that you learned from wrestling William Regal? Did you have a sense? And did you have a sense of how special he was going to be? Was there something new that you learned from wrestling William Regal? Yeah, he took things that you normally would see and you had in your mind, okay, this is coming up, you know, and I, and I don't have the right example, but he would just, the ins and outs and the chain wrestling were just things that you'd never seen before. And you couldn't counter it because it wasn't what you thought was coming, if that makes okay. any sense, you know. Arn, you and Brock are everywhere. On the road, wrestling conventions, autograph shows, making appearances. You have the comic book. You need energy. You need AG1. Just one scoop and it gives you 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals. I'm talking improving your gut health, sleeping better, improved focus. What's not to like? This is a slam dunk. And better yet, you're going to sleep better and recover better. It costs less than $3 a day. It's completely worth the investment in you 
and it's received 7,000 plus five-star reviews. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. It's so simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements. And to make it easy, AG1 is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit drinkag1.com forward slash arn. Again, that's drinkag1.com forward slash arn to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, he kept you guessing on the chain wrestling side of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's because it's just a different style. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you take an arm and you grab an arm bar on a guy, there's American ways of getting out of it, and there's European ways of getting out of it. If you're not familiar with that style, you don't know what they're doing. Right. Uh, And then his follow-up is, did you have a sense of how special that he was going to be? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can tell a guy in the ring is just, if he's meant to be there, the guy started wrestling probably when he was 16 wrestling at carnivals and wrestling grown men, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole different world, you know, back then, you know, it was, it was a rough way to make a living. Our, uh, our buddy Dylan wants to know where does Regal rank for Arn as far as in-ring workers in the history of the business? Oh gosh, I would certainly say top 10. Okay. Don't know where he fits in that, that, you know, that 10, but he's in the top 10, I would think. Uh, Billy Sansegral has an awesome hypothetical here for you on. If you and Regal would have been a long-term tag team, how successful do you think you could have been? We're still the champions. They're still at, carrying gold, Billy. At 65, we'd still be the tag champions. <laughs> uh, good. Adam Krasnoff, what was Bill Dundee like uh, as an agent? At this time, he was pulling double duty as both an on-air manager to Steve Regal while holding a backstage role. Well, he had a lot of knowledge. He had been in Tennessee forever. He had worked for Bill Watts. You know, He had been in the business God knows how long. And, uh, you know, if you understand the business and you've been in the company for, you know, that's as successful as Tennessee or, or Bill Watts, you know, you're bound to pick up some of the things that, you know, that draw money and draw money is the goal for yeah. everybody, for everybody. We got another, uh, build on D question from Sam Lawson. He said, Arn, so glad you're feeling better. Number one. Uh, when you. You, yeah, there you go. He said, when you wrestled Regal at Super Brawl 4, do you have any behind-the-scenes stories about Bill Dundee, a.k.a. Sir William? Since he's Bobby Eaton's father-in-law, I'm also wondering if you two had any interactions outside the ring. So any behind-the-scenes Bill Dundee, Super Brawl 4, or anything uh, because of the relation there with Bobby? 
Uh, where was Super Super Brawl Four again? What time? That was in Albany, I believe. Albany, yes. Albany Civic Civic Center. Yep, Albany, Georgia. Yeah. Um, he he wasn't operating in a um, actually a uh, producer or agent role. He was just pretty much talent that night. You know, he was just talent that night. Yeah, thank you, Greg Ganya. Okay. The story to that goes is I had no idea we we're going to go 30 minutes. I just had no idea. And uh, I had slept in that morning and I didn't go to the gym. That's a mistake. And when I walked in the back door, uh, Greg Gagne was standing there and he said, okay, I got your stuff today. You're going to be you Regal. You know that. Yeah. 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 Need 30 minutes. And I could tell he was not, you know, in those days, 30 minutes was, was asking something of somebody. There wasn't everybody that could do 30 minutes and, and make it stay interesting. Yeah. So I went, okay, I'll be back. And he went, where the, where are you going? I said, I gotta go to the gym. I gotta go sweat some of this shit out. Uh, you know, and I probably had a few the night before and probably ate late, you know, just thinking it's your normal 10, 15-minute match. And uh, went and got a sweat, came back, ready to go, and uh, it turned out to be okay. Ah, great match. Any other stories about uh, about Bill? Mm-mm. No? Okay. No, I mean, he traveled, you know, him and Regal traveled together. In those days, you know, it was like the guys you traveled with, that's who you had. That was your life. That's who you spent your life with. And uh, other guys that were traveling in other cars, or we very seldom went to the same places. To your knowledge, did it, were, because Bobby was married to his daughter, were they? did they have a close relationship that you know of? Um, well, I'm, anybody that didn't have a close relationship with Bobby Eaton is fool. I got you. And I'm sure, you know, I'm, they were in-laws, they were family and, yeah, you know, it, that's what it was. That's what, yeah, there you go. Well, let's talk a little bit more about uh super brawl arm because it did f- feature a double main event and contested in a Thunderdome cage. Up first, there was a six-man tag, Dustin Rhodes, Brian Pillman, and the franchise Sting. They take on stunning Steve Austin, Paul Orndorff, and ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, the issues here are between these six men have been well documented. Our fifth clip of the week, we have six total. This is the fifth. Let's take a look at what happened when all six of these Hall of Famers battle it out inside the Thunderdome. It's ready to fight. One, two, catalog with us, Bob. We're up to five. Oh, we stopped. Well, it's not like I have to take my shoes off. Oh, great desperation move by Ardor. You know, it's got to be a hard thing for the American dream, Dusty Rose, to watch his son in the ring in this kind of a match inside of a thunder cage. You know, the feelings of a father. Imagine him watching this. I think it's funny. Funny. Yeah. Tag, rude. Dustin, who hit the turnbuckle hard, gathers his senses back. Right hands. We're seeing. Here he goes. Bulldog. What a move by Rude. 
tremendous. Give Root a lot of credit. He was in the clutches of the Bulldog, and the only thing he did was allow Dustin's momentum to take him over. And his strength, the way he picked the man up and set him down that top turnbuckle. That's right. Uh -oh. Whoa, my goodness. We may have a middle turnbuckle belly to back, and that's what we got. You are seeing six of the greatest wrestlers in the world, six of the greatest athletes in the world. And don't stop there. We've been seeing it all through the night with Terry Taylor, with Diamond Dallas Page, Harlem Heat, the Equalizer, Johnny B. Bad, the Freebirds, Regal and Arn. And what about the four nuts we saw a minute ago? Those outpatients, you got me on that one. Cactus Max, Nasty Boys. Oh, I'm glad I retired and not in there. Yeah, the secret of this kind of a match is very simple. You gotta keep the man in your corner, on the floor, so you can utilize the cage. You just have to. Well, Pillman's back on his feet. So is Orndorff. And Dustin is still fighting. Yes, sir. Well, that's a family trademark. Stunning Steve! Oh! Oh, my. He could have broke his leg. He may have, he may have turned the knee. Colonel Parker is livid. Colonel Parker is beside himself. He may have busted an ankle. No, he's still back in there. Boy, give the U.S. champion a ton of credit. Does not know the meaning of the word quit. In the ropes. Is it that they're that tough or are they too dumb to quit? No, it's that they're that tough. That has to be. Roma. It was the back of the head of Dustin in the mouth of Stunning Steve. Flying Bright. But don't forget, he's hurt. He's yeah, been opened up. You can see it, but he's got a lot of energy left, apparently. Big back body drop. Look at that! So much for that conference! Oh, he sees it! That's right. He sees red. Literally. We got all six. It's Thundercage! Tony, I'll see you in the parking lot. I'm getting out of here. What? Tony, who knows where they're going to go? They might... Tip the cage over on us. Look at this. Root is out. Double team. Who's Brian legal? Brian is. Look at this. One, two, three. Ladies and gentlemen, the winners of the match, the team of Flying Brian, Sting, and the natural They're still going at it, Tony. Sting and Root are still going at it. Let me out of here. Oh. oh. He slammed the door. He slammed the door on Sting. He gave Sting the Root awakening on the floor. Sting is down and out. Boy, did he take one in the face with that door. You're right. He took it with the door and then a Root awakening. So, Arn, this one uh, was pretty good. Dave Meltzer actually gave it four and a half stars for those that are into uh, the Dave Meltzer ratings. But, man, we only saw the last few minutes of this, and it was incredible action. What did you think of what you saw here between uh, these six competitors? 
Well, you made your baby face. Pillman yeah. blew a fiery comeback, buddy. Yeah. And I was a little shocked that he won. I would have yeah. thought, as usual, it would have been Sting. So you made another guy, another player. Um, and then you gave Rude some heat back on the end. So you uh, covered everybody, I think. You, you said it perfectly, I, and I have it right here in my notes, notes that Pillman gets the big win, but then they moved the Sting Rude program to the next level. So yep. uh, nailed it, accomplishes everything it's supposed to. A wrestling historian, he wants to know, what did you think, Arn, of the Thunderdome cage itself? And he said, thanks in advance. So what did you think of that structure? Dangerous. And, yeah. It wasn't close enough to the ring to actually utilize it where you run into a regular cage and it clangs and it's loud and it wobbles back and forth. It sat back too far from the ring. The holes were too big. I mean, it was, you could, you, if you tried to, that thing that Austin did with the leg through the hole, that yes. was, ri was risky. Yeah. That's he, took not a good, big, yeah. he took a big chance. Well, let's uh, close the show out. Our final clip of the week, Arn, you're involved a little bit in this one, and uh, you play a part here. So let's watch it. It is Flair and Vader at Super Brawl, and uh, it's the final match. In the words of Pat Patterson, there's a lot of gaga in this one. So here we go. Let's watch it. All right. Oh, I hated to see his career end like this. Again, Harley Race. The boss man's got him. Oh, look at this. Wait a second! Oh, that's the referee! A little bit of his own justice, huh? You don't look like a boss now! Oh, it's going to happen! He's got the nightstick! And he's got the championship as far as I'm concerned. And Harley Race is coming in the cage! He's got the lock, he's got the, the key! Oh, this is going to be messy! Have a nightstick, Bob. No, thanks. I'm full. <laughs> See the cage shaking, Tony? That's the boss man trying to get loose. Oh! And Harley races in there. Hey, no disqualification. Anything goes. That's right. This can happen. Race will never forget what Vader did to him. Can, the boss man, does he have... Where's his key? Harley uh, Race has his key. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Big splash. Well, where's the referee? Where is he now? See, what's going on here is they want to end the career. You talked about the top of the program, Bobby. We may have seen the last of Ric Flair. And we are seeing, basically, a mugging. Well, you know what's going to happen. The commissioner is going to really stick at the Harley Race in the pocket. May suspend him. Arn Anderson is coming down. But he can't get in. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. 
Oh, helpless Ric Flair in the ring. No! Oh my God! Ric Flair! He's still got something left! Where does Sam race? Where does Ric Flair get it from? Steamboat has a chair. Steamboat attempting to break the lock off. Oh, this is serious. They're going to wind up getting their hands on Flair outside. The boss, the boss still trying to get out. We've seen chairs, nightsticks, handcuffs. You've seen it all here. Rick Flair! And like I can't a- believe it, Flair is on his feet! What does it take to stop Rick Flair? The boss is telling Steamboat, get the key! Talk about friendship! Look at Ricky Steamboat, look at Arn Anderson. They are literally fighting for Ric Flair's life. Oh boy. Again. What a super brawl. Heavyweight, he got free. The boss broke the handcuffs in half. He knew what? He broke the handcuffs. He hit Vader in the knees. With the nightstick, Flair's got the bigger bar! He's going for the bell! The match is over! Flair wins! He never gave up! Vader never gave up! He never gave up! The boss man just awarded the match! to Ric Flair, but Vader never gave up. I'm right here. I never heard him say I give up. Did you hear him say that? Well, no, it was very loud. I didn't hear anything, but the Did you hear Vader say I give up? No, I did not. I did not not hear that. I did not hear that. Wow. What'd you think of that one there, Arn? That was I don't know if boss man can make that call, can he? <laughs> he was the wrath. I guess I probably wouldn't question him. I mean, do you have any as you watch this back, there you are, you know, jerking on the cage, trying to get in. Do you have any recollection of, of that night at all as you sat back and watched that one? That's yeah. a little bit of a crazy one. Yeah, it was wild. And, yeah. you know, they were just selling the excitement. I don't think anybody was thinking rules, no rules. Is this an ODQ? Yeah. It's just a big hell of a fight. Yeah. The crowd was into it. They're losing their mind. And then, you know what? As we watch Flair and Vader, the feud, they've really put Flair over strong here. I mean, he was taking on Vader and Harley going back and forth. And that's not many times I remember Flair being so dominant against such you know, two on one, and he's taking them both down, like Hogan-esque, if you will. Well, there was a time, there was a period of time when he was widely understood he was the best wrestler in the world. And that include being tough and fighting and wrestling and all that that you 
put in a belt and a ball and it uh, turns out to be what you have. And, you know, that's why he was over. He stayed over for a long time. He had it all. It was something Meltzer reports, by the way, Vader, as you saw, he's rocking some new gear in that match that you're not used to seeing him wear. Uh, he's dealing with a staph infection. And uh, it's pretty safe to say the staph infection is probably one of the reasons we didn't have any blood in, in the world title match. But uh, have you ever had to deal with a staph infection before, Arn? Is that something that's pretty difficult to function with or deal with? Yeah, it's dangerous because if it gets in your bloodstream, it can kill you. Oh. Staff's very, very serious. Very serious. And uh, I saw guys battling it. I never had it, thank God, knock on wood. Uh, but it's serious shit. Arn, that's going to conclude our coverage of February 1994. Huge month. You make your big entering return. You're on television. You're on pay-per-view. You're cutting promos. We're loving life. Flair and uh, Vader blow off their feud. Sting and Rude take theirs to another level. And uh, before we get out of here, one more spot here from David Hardy, a name we've not seen on the show before. And he says, so first, welcome, David, for your question. He says, Arn, I was hoping you could shout out to my friend Daryl Green for his birthday. Arn, you're his favorite wrestler. Daryl Green's birthday, Arn. Happy birthday, Daryl. And that's a good choice, me being your favorite. <laughs> I'm I love it. certain that I did something to uh, entertain you. And that's what, you know, makes a life in this business so good as you have people from yesteryear come up and go, man, I loved you when I was a kid. I used to go watch with my grandfather or grandmother or dad or a bunch of teenage guys. We called ourselves the Four Horsemen and all that. So welcome aboard, buddy. There you go. Glad to have you part of the part of the team. There you go. I like it. He's an AFS member, David Hardy, and asking for a friend. And Daryl, we hope you have a great birthday. Guys, quick reminder, if your business targets 25 to 54-year-old men, no better place than to advertise right here than with us on The Arn Show. Go to advertisewitharn.com right now and find out how you can advertise on The Arn Show. We'd be happy to promote you, your business, and, uh, and we've been doing so for many companies for many years, and it's because it works. So check it out, advertise with arn.com right now arn next week we take a break from walking through your career and for the actually i should say the next two weeks our fans and our listeners they take control of the show we're doing ask arn almost anything and uh, we're going to do that as we wrap up the holidays and uh guys come on look for our posts on social bring them in bring them all we can't wait to have a lot of fun with you. Check out social media if you're an ad-free show member on Patreon. And, uh, Arn, we're looking forward to those shows. We have a lot of fun doing those. Yep. So ask away. I'll ask answer, away. answer almost anything. Almost anything, Arn. Have a great time on vacation with Aaron and Brock. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. You got it. Appreciate you too, man. Listen, on behalf of the enforcer, Arn Anderson, this is his tag team partner, Paul Bromwell, and you have been listening to Arn. How are you going to look in short tights? Never, never, ever, ever happening, pal. Next question. Next question. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. 
Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? Yeah, how many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.